With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. Well, on the bench in the biggest way possible, hanging out the bad seat, broken in a bad apple with a bad attitude, hanging around a bunch of bad at a bad day, bad law, bad do, bad, 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 bad vibes. We are live in the Magic City Studios in the front of the palatial, right across the river through the woods from where Granny loves when I get her a fresh satchel of the Cushmints. And I ain't talking about breath mints in New York City, the Big Apple. People dressed in plastic bags, they're ready to travel. I got a bad jacket, I'm just doing all my fitting that come around flats and flats to party up. Rats on the west side, bed bugs uptown, what a mess, this town's a tatter. My brain splattered all over Manhattan, I got a ooh. Ooh, ooh, I think I'm out of cause, I'm wrong, Keith. <laughs> Should do that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, what's gigging? I'm Pharrell, along with your boy Mafia tonight on Natty Night, waxing up the mahogany. Nine six tied. On top of the favored Georgia Bulldogs. Uh, what do you smell with the, uh, whatever, two and a half, three, whatever you got it at, with Georgia favored Mafia uh, going into this game where they're down three at the half? Uh, I mean, they could still win the game. They could still cover, uh, but they're down three and very much alive. Uh, their kicker uh, made it just inside the right upright and, uh, both kickers have done their job tonight. You got five field goals. Yeah, I mean, this is two teams that know each other well, two coaches that know each other well, have seen each other you know, year in, year out. And, you know, even in the title game, obviously we've seen this matchup before, so they just know what the other likes to do, and they're you know doing a great job of shutting them down so far. It's going to be a big telling here of who makes the adjustments. And, you know, I think we've known throughout his career and what we've seen so far, especially in, you know, this tenure at Alabama, is that Nick Saban's great at making adjustments. So it's going to be big onus on Kirby Smart and what he can do to react once they come out of halftime because we know Nick can do the damn thing, but we haven't seen Kirby get to the promised land yet. Well, I knew that you were really excited to watch, uh, you know, Katy Perry's uh, world premiere of her new video with some guy that she apparently is friends with and uh, that's sexy enough to do a video with her. I don't know uh, him that well. In fact, I don't know him at all or his name, but they just introduced him and I still don't know it. But anyway, the, the video's on now and I know that uh, it's Aliso. And I think that's uh, your, your call to arms, Mafia. You wanted to watch this video all day. Yeah, really, the game mattered nothing to me. I mean, the second half, maybe I'll get into more, but all, all the waiting for this all day hasn't been about the four-hour pregame. It wasn't about the game itself. It was like, you know, when are we getting this video? That's why I, I put my daughter to bed early. I said, listen, you got to go to sleep. I got to go check Katy Perry out here. Right, and she just um, fondled herself on, uh, you know, ABC on ESPN during halftime. Uh, you had the wardrobe malfunction back in the day, and now another uh, – fondling uh first up top second one at home plate i'm now seeing uh 
This is uh, selling sex at the highest level at halftime of the Natty. And now it's the third one with a roll of the finger down between the mountaintops. It's all evolving right now and rapidly. Very dangerous stuff from Katy Perry. By the way, she's doing a uh, residency uh, in Las Vegas now. So then again, who isn't? Alrighty then. Hey, how about uh, we welcome our radio affiliates to Pharrell on the Bench on a Monday night. Sirius XM channel 159 is where the big boys play. And of course, the mightier 1090 ESPN radio in San Diego. Near to Yawana, do Yawana. And you got Sports Map in H-Town. What up, H-Town? That's Houston to you, mister. Alrighty. And then... Uh, you got Sports Byline USA. Deepak holding it down in the city by the bay in the bay. Homer Clay. It was great to see him back playing basketball after, you know, two years away, knee Achilles. And uh, I just remember, you know, when you, when you get injured as a player, right? And uh, you're out for an extended period of time. It sucks. And uh, I've I've had those injuries. I broke my hand in five places, and then when I went to PT after I got the cast off, finally it broke again. So I was out for like a, a really long stretch, like nine months. I was out for nine months with rotator and uh, labrum surgery. And I just know that, um, you know, that when you don't get a play and you just don't matter and you're you're just not in the mix. It's like, you know, torture. And, uh, like, my daughter's going through some stuff right now with uh, her knees. And uh, she's a really good player, as you've heard me talk about before. I'm, I'm not even kidding. She drops 25 a game. And she's, like, the entire team. And everyone knows it. But she's having, uh, like, some, I like to call it debris. <laughs> Others like to call it wear and tear uh, under her kneecap. And it's... Uh, abnormal for a kid that's 14 uh usually girls uh an orthopedic surgeon will tell you girls tend to have the knee problems um in high school on and it's uh the number one cause of it is soccer believe it or not i'll be right back I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and SiriusXM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and SiriusXM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. You may or may not be a good Sports Grid listener. Test yourself. If you've ever gotten rabies from trying to get a fresh rabbit's foot, you may not be a good Sports Grid listener. Sports gaming strategies and info. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench with Scott Pharrell. Anyway, for all on the bench, Mafia's with me. So, uh, you know, the surgeon's telling her that it's uh, 
it's not necessary that she has surgery, but that in a few years when she's in high school, she's already in eighth. So nine, nine through 12, he thinks at some point in there, maybe junior, senior year, he's going to have to clean it up, you know, and just go in there and clean it up. It's like going into a canyon, um, let's say hypothetically, and, uh, and, and cleaning out gold. You know what I mean? But this isn't gold. This is pain. It's pain. It's uh, it's wear and tear pain under the kneecap. So I've had my kneecap broken, believe it or not, the tibia plateau. It's in that region, and it's um, to the point where she plays, and she deals with it, and it's agonizing. And then when the game's over, she's like a um, like a she's like a cripple. I mean, like I. Uh, when I had double plantar fascia and both feet, so both feet had plantar fasciitis really bad. I mean, like Mavia knows, no joke. Uh, I, I literally walked like I was 102 from the gym to the car to get, or even from the car to work when we were at CBS. And uh, like we'd park in front of the building. I could barely make it from the front of the building into the building. And when, once I got in my studio, I had to just sit there all night and I'd go to the bathroom like once because I couldn't walk without just terror, pain. And uh, it was after games that it seized up. I could play in the game and run like a duck, drop 12, 15, 20 points, whatever, get rebounds, block shots, Mafia and I cleaning up. But the bottom line is, is after the game, I couldn't walk. It just seized up on me. Same thing's happening to her. She's done. She poured 25 in the other day and then came home. You would have thought she was 100. I mean, she just was done. She couldn't walk. She was. She can't go up and down stairs. It's crazy. So we finally took her to this great surgeon. Mafia knows who he is. And he's, like, dealing with it now uh, permanently moving forward. He's, like, her knee doctor. And uh, it is what it is. She got it in both knees. One's worse than the other, but... They said they don't see it in 14-year-olds. I think it sucks. All I'm telling you is Clay Thompson, what he went through every day for two years, um, not to that extent, certainly. I'm not ever going to compare myself to someone like that. But but in terms of being out and and just being invisible and not having anything you could do about it is a, it's just a lonely, miserable uh, place to be. And I think it... It, it tortures some and others just deal with it. Uh, I think Clay certainly dealt with it. Um, I remember, Mavia remembers, I used to go shoot with my one hand all day. I'd sit there for hours shooting and uh, that was all I had. I could I could shoot with one hand and I had this cast on my hand forever. I, I had it once, then it rebroke, had to wear it again. And uh and my hand was never the same, uh, by the way. So when I finally got it done and over with and I started playing again, I was worried about it, la, la, la. But nothing ever really happened to it other than uh, it, it was not, uh, frankly, it was not done well. So when the guy pinned my hand back together with screws and pins, my hand now, uh, my pinky, uh, it, it is uh, like the one commercial. Your wayward pinky. Uh, so I have a wayward pinky. It, it cranks out to the left on my left hand. My other fingers are normal. The one, uh, the fourth and fifth where it broke, it just sheds the one pinky out to the left. And it's like, uh, it's, it, I mean, it just you can look at it and go, wow, what's wrong with your hand? I broke it uh, in, in 10 places, five places both times. At least I, I did the math. So it's never been the same. Uh, it doesn't close. My, my fist doesn't close right, um, and I'm left-handed, so it sucked. The whole thing sucked, and it was never the same, and it's weird. You know, obviously, I live in uh, New York City, so when it's snowing and cold and, and blizzards and miserable here, which is often in the winter, uh, my hand's like arthritic. So I not only have a mangled hand, but it's like got arthritis in it. Like it's uh, tough to, you know, use in the uh, cold months. But, you know, I feel bad for her. I felt bad for Clay Thompson. Two years of not playing. Everybody else, you know, they're talking about, you know, Jordan Poole and Wiseman, all these other guys constantly talking about. Wiseman got injured, though. Same thing for him. But to be out for two years, that's got to drive you nuts. Like, to, to train for a year with the ACL and then to go out and blow out your Achilles. I mean, you, you, you might want to jump off a roof.
I, I just, it's got to make you feel terrible. So anyway, uh, it was great to see him play last night. Uh, he had, you know, 17 and whatever. And that's, that's a bad night for him, but a good night for him now after not playing for two years. Had a dunk, had the first bucket of the game. They were standing O's. They cheered him. He, it was all very emotional. Um, and it's good to see him back. We'll see. You know, the problem I have with, you know, the sports media, even, you know, TV, radio, uh, gambling networks, ours, yours, theirs, everyone, is that they crown champions – uh, you know, literally a quarter of the way through the season. So they've already crowned the Warriors champions. They're going to win it all, and it's a done deal. And there's no team that has a, a, a remote possibility, not even a remote one, of beating them. And they're just, it's a done deal, automatic, game over, season over, champs here. Take the O'Brien, go have have a Caribbean vacation, get laid. I just do not buy that. I just, I am not one to, uh, you know, these, all these shows that they just crown them. They're already champs. It's over. It's done. I mean, they're not going to play any series. They won't be challenged. They're going to kill everybody. They're going to destroy everybody. They're unbeatable. It's a done deal. And now that they've got Clayback, it's a, it's a, you know, double Dutch bus. It's, it's doubly a done deal, dude. So, uh, I, I say bunk to all that. You got to play. You got to execute. Uh, you have no idea who's going to get injured. Uh, you know, at the beginning of the playoffs, before the playoffs, during the playoffs, everything comes into play when it's playoff time, the second season, whatever you want to call it. That's what we call it in hockey. But in the NBA, I love the NBA as much as anything. And I, uh, I know it's just it's different. It's ratcheted up. The play's ratcheted up. The intensity, the physical nature of it is ratcheted up. Everything about it. The refs uh, have to get ratcheted up because they're going to make calls and it's, you know, money time. Playoffs are money time. That's when you make your money. You produce at the highest level in the postseason and you're going to get paid one way or the other. Whether you uh, get traded, you leave, be a free agency, whatever it is. If you're a, a you know, a money maker, it's because you produced when it mattered. Now, none of these games right now matter except for seasoning, positioning. In other words, it's a long season, 82 games, and they've already crowned them champs. Meanwhile, they got, you know, I mean, Mafia, they must have 50 games left at least. Yeah, and you know, this mean, is the same I, I thing really they've do. done before. This isn't the first time they've done it, especially for this team. I mean, they had a couple years off because of you know the injuries to Clay and Durant leaving, but they've been crowning you know the Warriors too early champs for you know the better part of the last what eight nine years. Well, I you know yeah. when they lost, uh, you know when they lost him and and they lost KD. I think their run was over, but I think. You know, the Lakers got crowned when they won it in Orlando, and now and then they came out of that and got crowned again to repeat, and they were awful last year. And then this year it's been uh, the Warriors. Meanwhile, you know I've argued for the Suns. I think the Suns can beat the Warriors, and I think the Suns can beat anybody. And I think they lost to Giannis. I think if, if Giannis wasn't playing, which he hasn't been playing – Every game this year, he's, he's missed a bunch. Then I think that they could beat him. But Giannis beat the Suns. It's for all on a bench. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? 
That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. With my busy life, I use shipped same-day delivery to keep up. When I need a jar of extra creamy peanut butter delivered, I know my personal shopper Amber will come through. And if it's not on the shelf, she asks them to check the bag. Shipped. Delight in every delivery. Learn more at shipped.com. You may or may not be a good Sports Grid listener. Test yourself. If you've ever been hospitalized after driving off the road while wishing on a shooting star, you may not be a good Sports Grid listener. Sports gaming strategies and info. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. They got their ass beat. They were going through the motions. They were lifeless. I don't like that or condone that at all. I play it straight up, yo. We're on the bench. Our buddy Mark Hockman with uh, Hockman and Crowder down in uh, Miami on 560 and uh, and 790. He's on two stations because they're so good. They uh, like couldn't have like people, uh, you know, beating each other. So they just said, you know, why don't we uh, join them? If you can't beat them, join them. And they're like, we'll share them. And then so what they did, the whole thing, they share wives, families. They swap like those TV shows. And they literally took over South Florida. It's the greatest concept ever. And we like getting Hawk on uh, the uh, bench and on uh, Coast to Coast on the TV side whenever we get a chance or anything's happening down in South LA. How you doing, Mark? Happy New Year, buddy. Thank you, Scott. Happy New Year to you. Hey, so um, I got to ask you, uh, what's the reaction like today uh, to Flores getting fired. And, uh, you know, I've heard it's not about coaching and anything else. Uh, it, this is pretty much like a personality thing uh, that he, he couldn't play with others. I was blown away when I saw the news this morning. But from everything that I've heard and everyone that I've talked to, and it's been nonstop today, that's exactly what it is, that he was disliked at the facility that Chris Greer, the general manager, and Brian Flores were unable to get along. And, you know, you heard Stephen Ross, the owner, uh, have his comments today, and he kept using the word collaborative and, and, and lack of collaboration. So I, I don't think it was anything more than Chris Greer, the general manager, saying to Stephen Ross, it's me or him. And Stephen Ross chose Chris Greer. And, and I think, you know, we talked with a number of uh, reporters today on the radio show, and, and they said, look, you know, Stephen Ross has a 20-year relationship with Chris Greer. He's got, uh, he knows uh, Brian Flores for three years. Chris Greer has his ear, and he trusts Chris Greer. And Stephen Ross believes that the, the personnel, the roster, is better than the final record, and... You know, why would I keep someone around that can't seem, as you said, to to get along well with others? So uh, as surprised as I was and as surprised as Dolphins fans were, the more that I talked with Dolphins beat reporters and even national reporters, they didn't seem as surprised as I was. I, I guess it was a little bit of an open secret that Brian Flores was not getting getting along with anyone at the uh, at the organization. Wow, that's just crazy. Um, you know, I got to tell you, though, uh, A, um, my buddy is really uh, good friends with uh, Stephen Ross, right? And he's uh, lifelong friends. And they, uh, believe it or not, he, he is human and has friends because I think people just think he's this billionaire and that he's, you know, uh, on the move always, jet setting and everything else. Well, the reality is, is that what I've learned of him is that he's, from my friend is that he's, uh, you know, I said this today on TV is the most, uh, I think, uh, in terms of, of, you know, real estate in New York city, in terms of, you know, skyscrapers and condos worth billions, uh, this guy, 
owns more than anybody else. He owns more real estate holdings in Manhattan than anyone. And I mean, he literally owns New York City. And that's what I was told. And, and that's from a guy even that beyond my friend who's friends with him, my, this other guy that we know, Mafia knows who he is. He, uh, he owns the Meadowlands. This guy, this other guy uh, owns the other half. Like it's Ross and him that own most of the, you know, com- not commercial, but the residential uh, skyscrapers in Manhattan. And, and these people are, the wealth is beyond comprehension, right? So um, when, when you said that he's known him for 20 years and he's known this guy for three years, I have to tell you, Mark, that I, I follow the same reasoning. And tell me if you uh, do as well. A, listen, I love my family till the day I die. I love them. They're all incredible. I, I care about everyone deeply. But I have been a, you know, Steeler and, and Penguin and Pirate fan for like 56 years. And I'm like, I got to tell you, my family is super unbelievably important to me, but they fall way below <laughs> my love affair with the Steelers and Penguins. <laughs> and the Pirates really, I love the Pirates, but I mean, I, I, you know, I've been to a few playoff games and nothing went well. In 71 and 79, I just wanted ice cream and uh, and and I wanted some some chocolate or something to go with it all i know is is that you know the steelers six super bowls and the penguins five stanley cups matter more to me than anybody than anybody do you do you follow that reasoning because i think what ross did was the right move well i i i would say this um obviously when you own anything you have the right to run it the way that you want to run it i don't ever begrudge someone for saying well, wait a second, I put a billion dollars of my own money into this business, and this business is important to me, um, and, and I'm not going to have someone around me on a regular basis who's supposed to buy into my idea of the way things are supposed to be run who doesn't buy in, who's the outlier in everything that I've created. So I don't begrudge anybody for, for running their business and hiring and firing as they please. That's the, the luxury of, of owning anything. Um, right. Did he make the right decision, though, as, you know, through the, the prism of a football fan? I don't know. I, I, I really don't know because, listen, Chris Greer, the general manager, did a great job in this year's draft. I don't think there's any question about it, right? Jalen Phillips and Jalen Waddell and Javon Holland, right. uh, but they've also missed on a lot as well, you know, so, I, but could I sit through another year of watching Brian Flores run a, an offense that was unwatchable with a young quarterback that, man, you know, you watch at Alabama tonight, you go back and you look at the highlights of Tua when he was at Alabama, and, and where's that guy with the Dolphins, and you wonder if it was two years of Brian Flores not allowing him to flourish. So, you know, I, I, I don't know if I would say that he made the right decision. I, I, I don't know. I know that I was shocked, and I know if you gave me the choice when the season ended, would I rather have Chris Greer continue on as the general manager of the Dolphins, or would I rather have Brian Flores as the head coach? I would choose Brian Flores. But I don't know the interpersonal dealings, so it's, it's easy for me to say that from the outside. Well, I, I, again, I still believe that uh, when it comes to uh, decisions of this magnitude, uh, you you lean toward loyalty. I mean, you've been with a guy twenty years. You've been with a guy three years. You're like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with you know the guy that brought me here I, that I'm doing this with for that long. Uh, someone that I've believed in for that long. Like, so what I know of him, he owns these um, these holdings, right? And and that he has these people that uh, run them for him. Uh, and he, he literally has like a powerful tree, like a family tree of executives that run his, uh, his companies uh, that own these holdings. And they all have very powerful jobs and they do very well in life and they're, you know, excruciatingly busy. And I mean, these people are on a move like you have no idea. You wonder when he has time to be anywhere around the Dolphins or Michigan or any of his other fun stuff. Like the Dolphins are a toy to him. Uh, this guy's, you know, big time uh, businessman and real estate and things. He doesn't have time to worry about all this other stuff. But I can guarantee you, he, the people that work for him, what I've been told is they all have been with him for a long time. And the ones that haven't. Looks like we lost Scott there, Mark. So uh, I think he was saying basically uh, that everyone with Ross is 
you know, long-term guys, people that he's been around with forever, and you know, short-term guy like Flores, they have the power. All the people that are in his ear that's been there, and Flores obviously because of uh, you know the, the shorter time with him didn't have the same power as them, the same juice. Well, I I would say this, and and I totally agree. You know, one of the uh, one of the criticisms of Stephen Ross at the beginning of his tenure with the Dolphins was that he was too loyal. That, that his loyalty was actually costing the franchise because he would keep people around too long. And that's not common for sports owners, right? It's common maybe in the world of business. And I think it's laudable the way Stephen Ross, uh, and I've heard the same stories, I think it's laudable the way Stephen Ross treats his longtime employees at, uh, at the real estate group. Um, but for a sports franchise, you know, it's a different animal. And as Scotty said, you know, it's a toy for him. And I totally get it. But he also said, I don't know when he has time for the team. And I don't know when he has time for University of Michigan. Um, that's one of the criticisms of him. I've always thought Stephen Ross is one of the best owners in professional sports because he is not afraid to spend money. He's not afraid to do whatever it takes to put together a winner. But there is this knock that's becoming more prevalent, which is he's not around enough. We had a beat writer on the show with us today and said, look, he's 1,200 miles away every day because he lives and works in New York. He, he's in Miami and South Florida every now and then. But one of the knocks on Stephen Ross that's becoming a little bit louder is, hey, is he, is he invested enough in, uh, in the franchise? And so that's, that's something to keep an eye on as well. There's a, there's a growing discontent. Yeah, it's always tough to run something, especially if you're not the football guy, you know, the football genius like some of these owners that are involved forever, you know, to run from that far away. But we'll see what he, who he brings in if there's someone that's fitting more of the pieces. Mark, thanks so much for your time. We appreciate you stepping out of the National Championship game to talk to us. And now uh, we'll see what's next in Miami. Thanks so much. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and Sirius XM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and Sirius XM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus Trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. When it comes to getting trusted sports gaming strategies and info, you can ask your dumb friend, Kevin. Or you can just listen to us. We recommend us. And we won't ask to borrow your car either. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench with Scott Pharrell. And we're back here on Pharrell on the bench here on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Scotty still having some troubles here. We're seeing if we get him back in a minute. But, you know, we're watching this this national championship game here. And still not much scoring at all. You just had Alabama march down, had one of the best drives we, we've seen for the game, and then end up with no points. This has been a lot of just war of attrition. You know, for me, it seems like we've gotten a lot of you know, conservative play calling. It looks like we got a blocked field goal. That's why we have no more points. Alabama marched down, had 4th 11, tried to kick it. It's a big mid up there, and they block it, Georgia does. So they stay within a field goal, and that could change things in a lot of ways here. Now, that gives you some momentum. It gives you a little bit of, you know, some decent field position here for Georgia. And, you know, that's going to change the betting line. 
because just before that, I was looking at it in the break, and the live line on FanDuel was three and a half. Of course, with the game sitting at three, that hook was the big difference there, and that seemed like it's something that could be the difference in this game. You know, that, that that's something that is going to you know make you or dissuade you from making that bet because. No one has gotten that extra push. No one has gotten that big lead. So for some reason, no one can really space this out. And it seems like as the game has gone on and on, you know, these offensive coordinators have gotten less and less willing to take that risk. You know, that they have had their issues with, you know, opening up the playbook. You know, you're going to take a little short pass. You can conserve the plays because both these quarterbacks have shown that they're not really that reliable against these awesome defenses so far. You know, in a game that we saw – you know what month month and a half ago where Alabama was lighting things up Bryce Young that was the game that really cinched the Heisman for him and the SEC title game of him lighting up Georgia's defense throwing it all over the field that's not happening right now and it doesn't seem like they're going to let him do that because you know he's thrown a couple decent passes but then you saw that long one in the last possession here just before that when they're deep in their own territory he kind of airs it out 15-20 hard pass to no one but the Georgia defender it was Good five to seven yards over his receiver's head, who was covered by another Georgia d- defensive back. The safety comes underneath it, and it's an easy pick for him. Probably one of the easiest of his career. So it just seems like you know that was the one chance they'll take. And then now, back to the run, back to the run, back to short passes. They really don't want to take a lot of risks, and maybe that's the smartest play because I- the you know one mistake you make is the one that's going to cost you that's the one that's going to change the game because it is such a tight game and it's so tightly contested here but like i said it was three and a half now it's down to two and a half ever since that missed field goal it has now dropped down to two and a half so less than what we have now alabama laying that two and a half so basically the book's telling you yeah we're not really sure george is going to score again or at least that they're not going to you know keep that tie if they do get it or get the lead, that Alabama is just going to hold on to this because this clock is winding down. We're getting deep into the second half, almost through the third quarter now. And with you know just over one quarter left to play in the national championship, I think the book is just kind of throwing their hands up like, hey, we thought there was going to be a ton of points. Obviously, that's not happening because we had 52, 53, you know, depending on the place you got it. We had all those points on the board. We're getting nowhere near that, sitting at 15 here through almost three quarters. So you know what? Uh, this is how it's going to be. This is how it's been most of the game. And this is how it's going to be the rest of the game. It's basically what I feel like they're telling you here. You know, we had three from Alabama in the first quarter, six from each in the second quarter. It's just been a field goal contest, and that's where this spread is going to sit now. It, you know, we said it was two and a half. Uh, it's locked up now on FanDuel. We'll see if it continues to, you know, stay there. Obviously, it's going to shift by how things go. 20-yard line is where Georgia will start in their own 20. Get a nice yard. Woo, a big run here on first down. Can he break it all the way? He's got defenders chasing him. He's got a couple steps. And they finally catch him around their own 15. So just when we're talking about how we're not going to get touchdowns, how this is going to be a tight game and they're going to keep doing field goals, Georgia makes that one big play we're waiting for to possibly break it open. Now we'll see how they continue here. Can Stetson Bennett... You know, get this going. Can he make, you know, huge dividends here? Can he get them in the end zone? Or is this somewhere where they're going to have some issues and, again, just settle for a field goal and go for the tie? We will see here. Huge run there for Georgia, though, to get things going here just before the fourth quarter. We will see what they can make from here. Uh, First and 10, like we said, at the – it's down to 13 they haven't marked that. Bennett's going to try to run it, gets a couple yards, but then they shut him down. And we'll continue to watch this, see if Georgia can change this. Because let's not forget, Georgia was the favorite coming in. Surprising to, you know, to me. I don't know about everybody. I thought a lot of people. I mean, the way that Alabama just shellacked them in the SEC title game, I'm surprised that, you know, they would not give Alabama that respect because they just showed what they could do. You know, how can you then make them the underdog? And they've come here and they've you know, controlled as much as they can. And, you know, they have gone and just... So I think we have Scotty back finally, Scotty. We're talking about this game. The live line is very interesting now. What just was two and a half before Georgia got that huge run. We'll see what they open up. But Scotty, you know th- that might be the one play we've been looking for to finally open this up and make it a lot more interesting. Yeah, well, I, you know what the uh, give Georgia racing down the sideline with the ball or. Yeah, obviously, I just saw that. Now they're inside the three, a face mask, first and goal. They're gonna. Uh, probably stuff it in and take the lead in this game. And like I said uh, before, they were down three. 
but they could still easily take the lead and cover the three, uh, you know, if they score. So here they are with the potential to score. And uh, I got to tell you, I thought, you know, for the most part, uh, for, for my money in this game, I thought Bryce Young was bad. Uh, I thought he, the sack he allowed when they were at the five-yard line and he got sacked back at the 20 thinking he could outrace the guy was a, a dumb play. And I thought his pick was dumb. And then I thought uh, dumb and dumber was watching him uh, smile afterwards. Like he can't even fathom that he threw an interception because he's so great. He had that look on his face like, I can't even believe I just did that. Uh, but it's not funny. And I don't think he's played particularly well. And now White has scored, and it's uh, Georgia on top in this natty with a minute 20 left in the third. So the pressure will be on Young to uh, come through, uh, you know, with whatever's left here. And then the fourth quarter, money time. Uh, I will tell you that um, our good friend Lucy, she she got up and, and literally uh, couldn't take it uh, seeing Alabama uh, give up the lead in the natty. And she went to the bar to drink and left us high and dry, Mafia, at the altar. She did, much like the Alabama kicker left them high and dry to get himself blocked just before that. I mean, Alabama was marching down, had one of the best drives we've seen in this game. They get you know deep into Georgia territory. And then, of course, as you said, Young, not looking good in this game, kind of just misses his receiver. So they got to go for the field goal. And then Georgia... Just when you think, you know, they're going to put up extra points, they're going to expend this lead, they're going to be, you know, have a little breathing room for the first time. They get that big mid up there to block it, and now this has completely changed the momentum of this game. I can't believe it. So uh, I was talking to uh, Mark Hockman of uh, Miami Lore, and we were talking about Stephen Ross, and I, I don't know at what point where I got uh, cut off, but here's the deal. Um, what I was trying to say was is that I believe – with, with great certainty that in, you know, massive business deals and, uh, you know, companies where you're talking about lots of, you know, employees and, you know, payroll and taxes and everything else and insurance and this and that for, for employees that um, they, they actually do uh, prescribe to loyalty uh, in their, in their dealings. In other words, for the most part, like if you do a deal with a company, they're they're gonna want to make sure that when if you leave uh, and and it doesn't work out that you don't go right to their competitor and you know uh, find a way to screw them. Uh, they don't want you working for their competitors, uh, and they can't keep you from working uh, from their competitors. But they can delay your uh, working for competitors. So in business, in big business, uh, it's forced loyalty. You're going to, you know, you're going to sign this and, or you're not working here. And then here's the deal. Stephen Ross, I believe, chose loyalty with Greer over uh, a three-year relationship that was, you know, fledging uh, with Flores. If it's true, if uh, it's true that he was, you know, difficult to deal with within the organization, like no one liked him at the at the job. In other words, at the Dolphins headquarters and in their offices and in their uh, football operation. And there's a lot of people like, a, a, you know, a seed that has been planted of dislike in someone. And then it grows into a giant full on plant. Uh, you're going to have a problem on your hands. And so they cut it off the head before it grew any further. It sounds to me like the guy didn't get along with anybody. Didn't get rid of him. And the guy chose loyalty over, uh, Fledging. It's that simple. And it's the same concept I've always said on the show of uh, people say, did he just say that, that he, he loves the Penguins more than his uh, wife and children? And I always say, you know, let's just be honest. Uh, I've known her for 21 years. I've known uh, Gunner 17 and Chop 14. And, uh, you know, the Penguins my whole life. I'm 56. Since I can remember, uh, I'd say uh, for 50 plus years. So when I was six or seven years old, I started going to those games. And uh, that's it. And all I know is Steelers, same thing. I love the Steelers more than oxygen, right? And uh, I know that yesterday when they made the playoffs, I yelled, Pharrell, yeah, 
real loud in my uh, studio. I was down in the studio in the Ferrella Palatial, and I was watching. I was going to a wedding. I was in between the uh, service and the reception. I went home to pick up my family, and I uh, saw the end of the game, the overtime. And I just went, uh, <laughs> I dropped the biggest Pharrell yeah you've ever heard. Like, I was so lit when I yelled Pharrell yeah. And then my family knew what time it was. And, you know, Gunner's a huge fan. Uh, the women, uh, 34C and Chop, they like them, but only in passing. Like, they're like, yeah, whatever. The Steelers are my team. That's cool. Leave me alone. They don't, they don't really get into it. I don't see them watching the games. They don't go to the games. Uh, I go to the games. Gunner goes to the games. Uh, I fly to Pittsburgh. I spend thousands every time I go. Hotels, Ubers, food, fancy restaurants. Uh, three meals a day, you know, because when I'm here in New York City, I don't eat three meals a day. Uh, when I'm on the road in a hotel living and going to NFL games for, you know, a Saturday, Sunday or a Friday, Saturday, Sunday uh, or a Saturday, Sunday, Monday, uh, I'm spending lots of money. And then that's that's loyalty. That's I love them really ahead of you. And like I go to all of them, like my wife's like, well, we have this event this weekend with the, uh, you know, with the with the Joneses, and we have to go to the Joneses dinner party. And I'm like, well, listen, um, you go ahead and do that, and then tell them uh, I picked the Steelers over them, and and I'll do it again. And I I feel horrible, but it is what it is. You lose. <laughs> I always tell them everything's great. I love you. I love hanging out with you. Food's great. Party's great. Restaurant is great. I love it. You lose. I really wanted to go. You lose. Mafia knows. I, you know, I was going to go out to the Jones the other night because there's such fun. You lose. That's what happened. I tell her, I'm going to the Steelers. You lose. She's like, all you do is spend tons of money when you're in Pittsburgh. She said to me, uh, one time I came back, she said, I know this bill is for escorts. And I thought to myself, you know, that's a great, I a great idea. Yeah. I could get escorts to go to dinner and then do me after dinner in my hotel suite. That's a great idea. Let me write that down in my notes on, on my phone. I never use that. I might as well just get escorts, have them do me after dinner in my suite. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and Sirius XM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and Sirius XM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus Trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. That's the problem with people. Everybody expects every team in the effing league to win the Super Bowl. One team wins. The rest of them lose. Nothing for you. How about that? One last indignity. So anyway, Alabama third and goal from like the three, and that that's going to not work either. Throws it into the end zone. I think he has been so average tonight. I mean, and I'm willing to say below average. I just don't like what I'm seeing from this guy tonight. It's not his night. Like, 
The mistakes are glaring. Look at the guy. Wide open. Wide open in the end zone. But he threw that ball seven yards wide of him. He didn't have enough time. I don't make all the excuses in, in the world, you know, Herbie, for him. Just keep making excuses for him. The guy won the Heisman Trophy, and tonight he looks uh, like they should have maybe thought about it a little longer. 13-12, Bama's down one with 13 minutes to go in the game. Uh, a huge stop for Georgia. I don't think they stopped him. I think uh, Bryce Young just couldn't make a play. And I don't think you can run four yards on Georgia inside the five-yard line because at that point, they are tightening the belts down there, down low. And uh, listen, I got to tell you, I hope I hope Lucy gets hammered tonight and loses her car keys. I really do because she let me down tonight, Mafia. She let me down. See the loyalty? There's no loyalty. It's just been, uh, you know, three years of, uh, you know, and apparently she just doesn't believe in us so, so that she would just lay it all down, walk out of the room and say, screw you. Good luck. That's exactly what happened. So she could go get drunk and watch the natty, the end of the natty. Whereas you could have just stayed where you were and watched the game and listened to Pharrell on the bench. You had it all going for you and then you screwed it all up. You lose. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and Sirius XM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and Sirius XM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus Trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/slash activecash.